A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the podcast. I'm Chris. And I'm Kelsey. And today we have two more creepy encounter stories for you. But first, a couple things to discuss. So if you've been with us for a while or you've listened to the first two episodes of the podcast, you may have heard us call it Let's Not Meet or you may have been around when it was called Let's Not Meet. But we actually um, we got an email from Andy Tate who has the other Let's Not Meet a True Horror podcast. Um, and he was getting emails from some of his viewers that it was kind of confusing his audience. And they would ask their Alexa to play Let's Not Meet and it would play our podcast instead of theirs. He was very kind when he reached out to us and very understanding. And we chatted for a while and he respectfully asked us to change the name of our podcast and go in another direction because his podcast is a much bigger business and we're just now getting started with it. Um, so we did decide to spitball some ideas and come up with a new name. And so for now on, our podcast is now called Be Careful Out There. Yes, Andy was super nice. So yeah, go check out his podcast if you haven't already. It's called Let's Not Meet, a true horror podcast. Yes, and I believe he has another one called Odd Trails as well. Um, but yeah, he was super nice. And when something's affecting your business like that, it's really easy to get frustrated or agitated. And he could have been very mean when he reached out to us, but he was not. He was super respectful. And I definitely appreciate that because a lot of times in society today, people snap towards anger before they, you know, try and reach out with empathy. So I did really appreciate that, that he reached out like in a very nice, respectful human way instead of like just lashing out out of anger or frustration. So I did really appreciate that. And let's go ahead and get into our stories for today. Yeah, I'm ready. Okay, so mine is a pretty good story. I actually really enjoyed this one. It's about somebody who works at a pizza place, which is very interesting because I actually used to work at Domino's. I just quit. Um, I was a delivery driver. This person is not. Um, but it was just interesting that they also work at a pizza place. Yeah, I'm ready to hear it. I'm not going to actually read the title on this one because I think it would actually give a part of the story away. And so I think I'm just going to start reading. Okay, perfect. This story was when I was younger and braver and kind of did stupid stuff without thinking. This story is a wild ride and it's all true. I used to work at a pizza shop down the street from 2 p.m. until they closed. I usually didn't get off until 11 or so at night. 
I had a car, but was close enough to walk, so I did that most days to save gas. This particular night, I was doing my usual thing, jamming to one of my playlists, tired, but happy to have a good job, and just generally happy with the way my life was going. Up ahead, about a block from my place, I see an attractive guy, in dark clothing, walking, but not with a purpose, really. He was taller than me, maybe 5'10 to 6 foot or so, and he had shaggy brown hair. The closer I got to him, the more I could tell he was really good looking. I think it's funny because it sounds like a lot of this happened because she may have been a little horny. Little distracted, yeah. Like, even in the dark of night, I was starting to get excited. His features kind of escape me now, but I do remember he had very thick eyebrows. I took an earbud out, and because I'm not from a dangerous city and haven't really cared about stranger danger, I decided to talk to him, maybe even flirt a little bit. How's your late night going? It's good, just looking to get drunk. Oh, I can help with that. I've got a mini bar at my place. I just <laughs> live down the street. That was not verbatim how the conversation went. During the walk back to my place, I got no red flags from the guy. He seemed totally normal, and I was honestly thinking, wow, just through sheer luck, I met this super hunky guy and he seems cool and fun. <laughs> I was beside myself, really. Like I said, super horny. So we get to my apartment on the second floor. I jump into host mode and offer him to have a seat and make himself comfortable. The apartment is about 640 square feet, so it's very small. Except for the bathroom, you can see the rest of the apartment from any area. I head into the kitchen and while I'm pouring drinks, I glance back over at him. It was then that I noticed the first red flag. As I was asking him questions, he is more delayed with his answers than he was on our walk here. It was just a little odd to me. I go back over to the couch, pass him his drink, and sit down next to him. So what do you do for work? I asked. Oh, I'm not here for sex. He put down his drink on the table. What do you mean? I'm not after sex either. An appropriate response to that question, too. <laughs> he stands up. What you got? He asks. His nice guy vernacular and friendly face are now gone. I'm having a hard time processing what he means by this. I said, what you got? The second I stand up, he pushes me back. I fly across the room, hitting the floor. Holy shit. But not hard enough to pass out or anything. I get right back up, but he's already grabbed my laptop and my work bag. As I start towards him, he cuts around me and makes his way towards the front door. I'm right behind him when he makes it outside. I manage to grab a hold of him and we tussle again in front of the door. Now I shout out calling for help from the neighbors. It's late at night, so no one comes. I'm shouting, please help, I'm being robbed. The thing is, he has my laptop. It's not just any laptop. I hate to admit it, but my entire life was on that laptop. Important photos that I did not have backed up, thousands of dollars of music programs, video game programming stuff for a development team I helped, really expensive software, etc. That's an it important laptop. It was, in my mind, irreplaceable. I gave chase down the stairs, across the dog walk park, and as I start to gain on him, we tussle again, and the only thing I can focus on is my laptop. I knew that I had to, at any cost, get my laptop back. That was absolutely all I cared about. Somehow I get a grip on my laptop, I tug at it again, and I guess he decides I'm not worth all of this struggle. He gets up and starts to take off again. 
I now realize he is still holding my work bag. It has my cell phone and wallet with my license, debit card, AAA card, etc. in it. I take off towards him again, and this time he shouts back at me, follow me and I'll stab you again. <gasps> he makes me stop in my tracks and he gets away. Underneath a street lamp along the sidewalk, I immediately inspect myself. Was I stabbed? No way. There's no way. Then I see blood running down my leg and I see blood on my arm, two places where he cut me good. I'm scared, but the blood makes it look worse than it is. I decided that's enough. I got my laptop and that's all I really wanted anyway. I hobble back home and get inside and lock my door. I called the cops using my neighbor friend's phone the next day and filed a police report explaining the situation and showing them the stab wounds and declining medical services. I can't afford that and I was fine, all things considered. So all that guy got was a crappy cell phone and a wallet with like 30 or $40 in it. The cop called my friend back several days later and said that they were not able to find the guy and that he would keep me posted. This was years ago, so I don't know where the robber is now, but I have every electronic thing of importance backed up on multiple drives. Good. And all I have to say is, what a dick. Also, it's insane how your body can just be filled with adrenaline and, like, you not even notice a stab wound. I know. I've heard of that before. Like, people getting shot and yeah. not even feeling it right away. Yeah, like, that's insane. So, under this one, there were a couple funny comments. I really love this first one. Don't know what I feel is more horrific. The situation or the fact that calling an ambulance when you've been stabbed twice is too expensive. <laughs> <laughs> that's America a for wound. you. That's America for you. For real. Um, let's see. Another one here that I thought was pretty funny. Well, at least it sounds like you learned a lesson. You now know stranger danger. More than anyone, probably. <laughs> All right. This last one's really funny because you can tell it's some pencil dick little shit. Wow, your made-up story is honestly all too archaically written to be disposably obvious attack at particular male traits like slow response time. You're trying to get men to think faster for your feeble-minded pleasure, rude piece of trash. I love that comment because it's just one of those perfect comments that makes almost zero percent sense. Yeah, it's and like I just that, love it. It's like our favorite comment that we've ever seen on Facebook that said, like, there was a bunch of words that were just gibberish, and then somebody commented under it. They were like, yes, those are all words, but you've literally said nothing. <laughs> but, like, who are you, like... You have no information about this situation. You don't know if it's true or not. If you don't think it's true, cool. Keep that shit to yourself and scroll to the next story. Why do you got to put some comment like that? Like, you fucking know everything. And like, what, some story made you feel attacked? Are you that insecure that some random story online you felt was personally attacking you? Like, oh, man. But I see it every day. There's a I lot. I see it every day in Facebook comments. Yeah, there's a lot to unpack uh, there. Pretty much every comment section is just it's that I and then know. it's like transphobia i know it's just I, those two things <laughs> i i just we could start a podcast just reading stupid comments i, I mean there are several podcasts already like that so <laughs> but that's it for my story for today hey it's danny pellegrino from everything iconic ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget 
Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. So this is a good one. It's called Playing in the Park. I grew up in the 80s and 90s. In my childhood and early teens, in our school holidays, we'd spend most of the day roaming. We'd take off on our bikes and we'd be gone for hours. My friend and I went to a private school, so our holidays were different from the state schools. One afternoon in early September, we were playing in a park. I guess we'd be about nine years old. I remember a police officer marching up to us. She said, Girls, I need you to leave this park. A dangerous man has escaped from police custody. Do not, under any circumstances, approach him. But if you see him, you need to call the police immediately. He's wearing... I remember her saying a waistcoat. And then she gave a general description. Of course we thought this was extremely exciting. <laughs> I was reading Secret Seven stories at the time, where kids solve crimes, and in my child's head, I couldn't help but compare us to the kids in these books. So we left the park and carried on meandering for a few more hours. We then headed down a road where children were finishing their school day, which was about half a mile from the park. We were familiar with that school as we attended events there. Then I saw him. Look, it's the man, I told my friend. He was standing near the school gates, just staring at the children coming out. He fitted the officer's description perfectly. We dashed to a phone box and excitedly dialed the emergency number. I told the police where we'd seen him and that he fitted the description, but was not wearing his waistcoat. The officer thanked us for our call. Then me and my friend continued with our day, excited that we may have solved a crime. It was only decades later I remembered this memory with a shudder. The day came back to me very clearly, but with the insight of an adult. Of course now we can all guess what that man was. Did the police take our call seriously? Did we prevent a child from being harmed? Did we also have a lucky escape when we played in the park that day? Wow. The weird thing is like... A lot of times when you do call the police about something, you never hear anything back about it. And then that's always concerning. It's like, did they take me seriously? Because there's so many times, like there's so many true crime cases out there where like there were there were red flags and like reported red flags and the police still didn't do anything until it was too late. And then no. you just you never know if you're being taken seriously by the police or if they're just like writing it down on a sticky note and throwing it in the trash. I wish they at least knew the outcome of that. Yeah, for real. It really reminded me of um, Only Murders in the Building, which is one of my favorite shows right now. I love that show. <laughs> it it's, really had those vibes. It's like a beautiful piece of art. It like is. I see that Go show as a piece of art. It's so good. <laughs> Season three like just came out, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, we haven't even watched it in full. So but I yeah, it's just, it's so interesting. Just like 
the change of perspective she had as an adult, because I can totally relate to that. Everybody can relate to that. Just like seeing things happen as a kid and not really understanding them. But then later you think, oh, like, I know exactly what that probably was. Mm -hmm. Or like when something happens when you're a kid and you don't think much of it and then you grow up and you're like, wow, that was really creepy. Like that person was really creepy. And like it didn't make sense to you as a kid. But now looking back, you're like, that was a fucked up situation. Yeah. Like, honestly, one of the things for me that's kind of like that is um, my dad used to do this all the time. He would like he'd be like, OK, let's uh, let's play a game and see who can hit the softest. And so I would just like tap him on the arm and then he would like full out. I'm talking like I'm like eight or nine years old. He would full out punch me as hard as I could or as hard as he could in my arm, like to the point where like he'd punch me like right below my shoulder and my fingers would go numb. And like I always hated it as a kid. Like it always pissed me off. Like, I didn't think it was a funny joke. Like, he thought it was a joke. Um, but then looking back on it, I'm like, that's just straight up child abuse. I know. That's really what it was. Because it's like something happens to you like that. And then when you get to be an adult, you think, I can never imagine doing this to someone. Mm-hmm. And then it starts to sink in. Another thing he would do, he did this to both me and my brother, is he would just like walk up and then just punch us in the gut as hard as he could like when we were like 13 14 years old just as hard as he could and it would knock the wind out of you and like i just always saw it as like wow my dad is just a fucking dick but now i'm like no my dad was an abusive piece of shit that's what it was like your your perspective changes as you grow up for yeah, sure I mean, he just always wanted an ego boost yeah, just feeling like he was stronger than everybody to feel like he was tough shit and like really he was just a weak little man. Yeah, like he just wanted to wield power over others and like it was sick. Mm -hmm. If you would like to send in your stories to be read on the podcast, you can send those into be careful out there podcast at gmail.com. And if you want to support the podcast, the best thing you can do is give us a five star review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. That really helps push us up the charts and boost the podcast altogether. And yeah, we're trying this new schedule. We're going to be uploading Mondays, Wednesdays and Fridays. So I hope you guys join us next time. And as always, be, be careful, careful out there. there. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.